0: dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby and now I can bring the entire crew my dog and all of our gear with that third row learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com call 562-314-4603 for complete details let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now that's New Balance the two-way V4 featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with Fresh Foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The Two-Way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way V4 at newbalance.com. Quick around the league. If you want to know, and how I know, Adam Silver is excited uh, elated uh, just absolutely beyond words trying to get as much money for the NBA as he possibly can for Victor Wambanyama of uh, the NBA just let us know that they inked a deal to carry all of Metropolitan's 92 games. What is that? What is that game? What 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 did you say? Oh, uh, that's Victor Wambanyama's team. On NBA TV. Yes, we are going to get every single one of Victor's games. From the LMB Pro A League. I don't even know what this is. Don't care. I just know I get to see Victor. That's all I know. This is kind of like if the NBA had decided to bro- broadcast all of LeBron James's games in-, in high school. Except for we're going to get more of them because this is a pro league. Folks, we've never seen anything like this before. This amount of hype, this amount of commitment, this amount of dedication, oh boy, all I'll say as a cynic and as somebody who doesn't want to put this out in the universe but I have to is you better hope, Adam, that Victor Wamiyama doesn't uh, sprain his ankle. You better hope that nothing happens to Victor or you're going to be carrying a bunch of Metropolitan 92 games that nobody wants to watch. I guarantee I'm going to watch a bunch of these. Victor is that special. Moving on. In a move that's about, I don't know, 40 40 years too late? The L.A. Lakers will be retiring George Mikan's number 99 jersey on October 30th. Who? Don't feel bad if you don't know him. But he is the most important big man that you've never heard of. Mikan was the first superstar in the NBA history. 6'10 center for the Minneapolis Lakers. He was lethal with both of his hands. He redefined the big man position pretty much forever. He won seven chips, that's championships, in nine years, including three, count them, three scoring titles. If you want to know how important George Mikan was, goaltending, the current width of the foul lane, and the shot clock were all created by the NBA to try to stop George Mikan from dominating the game. That's like uh, when Augusta tiger-proofed Augusta, and it didn't work. That's what basically they tried to do against him. Think about being so good. That the NBA has to come out and have meetings, schedule big YT press conference meetings around a big table to say, hey, we gotta stop this George Mikan guy. Like, how do we fix this? He's doing too much. Like, nobody has a shot. What kind of things can we do rule wise to slow him down? So, considering he was named the best basketball player in the first half of the 20th century, It's pretty fair to say the dude probably deserved for his jersey to be retired a little earlier than this. Uh, But the interesting thing is this. Rumors are that both Jeannie Buss and Rob Palenka won't be in public for the retirement ceremony because the fan reaction would be, shall we say, not good. Not good. A complete and utter shit show, perhaps. And it's well-deserved. The Lakers never started 0-4 under Dr. Jerry Buss in 34 years. But now have done it three times in the last nine. Yuck. And the Lakers are losing, and the games aren't even close. And worst of all, the team seems to be just somehow tone-deaf because of it. The latest example, the Lakers are, I mean, they're bringing in motivational speakers to get them up and going, right? Get them motivated, get them passionate, figure out how to score. They probably brought in someone, like, really inspirational, someone eloquent, someone unassailable in terms of, should I really be listening to you about this? It isn't really unusual for them to bring in that guy until you realize the guy that they brought in was Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Think about that for a second. The Lakers brought in Will Smith to motivate a Lakers team that is in the bottom of the barrel. When did they plan that? When did they schedule that? Smith, according to reports, was honored with his own custom jersey, hung out with the team's 17 championship trophies, was autographed with the most of L.A.'s roster, plus head coach Darvin Ham, team owner Jeannie Buss, and Rob Plinka. So, okay, he was given the red carpet treatment. Is anyone else, like, a little feeling some kind of way about this? Come on, now. I, I'm trying to stay away from Lakers propaganda. I'm trying to not be a part of the old media that just goes and goes and as my mom would say, beats a dead horse, right? They're already down bad. But come on, Lakers, you can't make this this easy for me because it's chum in the water and it's shark week. This is a comedy podcast, and I am really tired of talking about the Lakers, but I just can't not talk about this. This is absolutely ridiculous. How is slapping together, no pun intended, kind of pun intended, from Will Smith going to help these guards hit open threes? Like, it was part of what they're billing as this genius series. Uh, Rob Polinka, you know, he came up with that, right? Which is like, that's a very Rob Polinka name. Nothing screams Rob Polinka more than a series of a TED Talks from problematic characters. <laughs> like, nothing says Rob Polinka's out of touch and Genie Bus is out of touch like hiring Will Smith for your genius series. Tune in next week. We've got, checks, Notes, Herschel Walker pep talk coming. Followed by Andrew Tate talking about the role of masculinity in the locker room. What the fuck are they doing? Seriously. It doesn't even feel real, does it? If you've ever wondered why Kevin Durant wanted out of Brooklyn, look no further than this stat. For the first four games, excuse me, KD has had the lowest plus-minus rating in the NBA at minus 58. That is a ridiculous stat, considering that Kevin Durant is currently averaging 32, 5, and 4 with two steals per game. Do you know how bad everyone else has to be on the floor when you're on it? When you're averaging that much to drag down your plus-minus? It's so bad. He's averaging over 36 minutes per game because, just like usual, Steve Nash has no idea how to manage lineup. He's going to run Durant into the ground. And come playoff time, Durant will be so exhausted that he misses shots in crucial moments or never even gets to the point where a crucial shot exists because they're getting so blown out by a team that's much better, much more cohesive than them because, I don't know, they've been a play-in team. If you think last season was wild in Brooklyn with no Ben Simmons, wait for this one when Ben Simmons is passing up wide open shots while Kyrie Irving is saying, shoot the fucking ball, Ben, shoot the ball. Us too, Kyrie. Kyrie is all of us. Except for that Kyrie believes in conspiracy theories and quotes Alex Jones. Moving on, Brandon Ingram had a collision with a teammate in a recent win over the Pacers that landed him in concussion protocol. With all the furor over Tua Tagovailoa's recent concussion, I thought it was interesting how the league and the Pelicans are dealing with a very similar situation, right? Reports came out, not only are they not letting Ingram play for precautionary reasons, they're not even letting him fly with the team for their three-game West Coast swing. Tua Tagovailoa flew home that same night. He got concussed. They are like, oh, yeah, we do not care about your brain swelling whatsoever. You're good? He's good? Yep, you're good. Let me ask you a question. If you are a parent or you are a kid who is a star athlete, which game would you rather play or rather have your kid play? Football or basketball? Seems like a no-brainer to me, but I'll let you guys sound off on this in the comments or on TikTok. Let's go to Philadelphia, where the Sixers are a shit show, and we've talked about this before, but there are new things coming up day by day, so let's update you. Uh, The the Sixers haven't been playing defense. We know that. Even Joel Embiid says this. He said after their last recent loss to the Raptors, our offense is going to be fine as long as we get stops, and we're not getting stops. We're not playing good defense, and that is a recipe for disaster. We need to get better on that end. But let's be honest. What Joel isn't saying is what we all can see. A lot of the bad defense is coming from him. Like, he has given up. He is a defensive player of the year caliber player. He's one of the most dynamic, versatile, athletic players at his size, at his weight, at his versatility. I don't know what he's doing. He doesn't seem to be interested in stopping anyone. In the second half alone against the Raptors, there were nine plays in the paint where Siakam, O.G., Boucher, Barnes, all, all had uncontested runs at the basket with Embiid not even lifting a finger, an arm to try to defend. Not even like half-heartedly like, ah, you know, you just kind of, ah. Not even that. He just like backs up, puts his hands behind his back and lets him go to the rim. I'm like, JoJo, my guy, not going to win many games like that. You can't win, JoJo, if you don't try. Like Eric Thomas says, compete! Act like you're playing football. Act like you're playing baseball. Compete! You can't be like, I don't give a shit. This is a man that wants to see Doc Rivers fired. I, he, it has to be the reason. I don't know if they're close. It doesn't feel that they are. But we all know that MB can be a rim protector when he wants to. So either he's hurt and he's not telling anybody because he has a reputation of always being hurt. Or... He's just simply choosing not to defend like he normally does. Either way, it's a big problem. So if it doesn't get fixed soon, it's going to be a long season in Philly, and you can start getting the loud cheers for Doc Rivers to be on the hot seat for things that unfortunately don't have anything to do with him. That's all the time that we have for the Heat Check. We'll be back Monday with an all-new episode. Check out the feed. Please, for past episodes, mini episodes, special interviews, and follow us as we keep you updated on the 2022-2023 season. Do not forget to download. Do not forget to subscribe. Do not forget, this part is crucial, to tell all your friends, I had a little kid come up to me at Madison Square Garden, knowing us from the heat check. So tell your friends, sharing is caring. And follow us, more importantly as well, on social at at this heat check and at trista crick on tiktok twitter and instagram we will see you again monday folks thanks for listening